You are listening to Money Making Mothers with Carla Edwards, where we discuss the highs and lows of being a working parent, how to master the art of spinning plates, and remind ourselves that just because you became a mother does not mean your dreams no longer exist. You can have it all. Hi everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Money Making Mothers, where I am joined by not one, but two mothers. Now, their story is quite unique, and in my opinion, a 21st century love story. Now, they've had highs and lows along the way, and managed to simultaneously run a business, as well as go through the struggle of having a baby. It's very interesting, so I hope you all enjoy this one. Hiya, I'm Ella. And I'm Millie. We're a married couple. We have our salon base court beauty and we have one daughter. So I'm absolutely buzzing to have you two on because um, you're also very good friends of mine and the best nail artists in the Northeast, in my opinion. <laughs> so I know you've got a really interesting story and that's what I want to try and get across because like I always say, it's not everything on social media isn't perfect and there is hardships to get where you are. So can I start by asking, why do you do what you both do? I'll let you start with that one. Oh, we love what we do. So we first got into it like, so I was a florist for seven years and um, I worked full time and then I changed my job um, to a different florist. It was still a florist, but a different shop. Um, and I worked part time there and I needed something else to like bring in a little bit more income for me. Um, and I was just thinking about what I could do. And I'd done an art degree and an art diploma. So I quite like to paint. <laughs> so I thought... I could paint nails, so that's what I decided to do. So I went on a couple of courses. Um, Literally drove down to Ikea, got yeah. a desk, <laughs> two chairs, <laughs> a lamp. Some bits. <laughs> Set up a little corner I in the back bedroom. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> we were just laughing about that the other day, going through photos. Yeah, we were. But yeah, it was just... It, and then it just happened from there, yeah, didn't it? It was Millie's mum's idea, actually. Yeah, it, it actually was. We have to give the credit. She just went, why don't you do nails? <laughs> why don't you paint nails, yeah. Why don't you just paint nails? <laughs> Just paint nails. That's all we do, really. Just paint nails. <laughs> and it feels a bit more. Little than did we know. So oh, it's, it's turned into more than that. Yeah. So then, how did you get involved, Ella? Well, I was doing lashes and brows on the side, like on evenings and weekends, because I had a full time job at the time, which I really wasn't enjoying, and my heart was just totally in like the business I wanted to be in at full time. Um. So just end of last year, I left my full time job. And took the leap because it's just so daunting not to have like a a solid like guaranteed income not from yeah. that's like one of the the massive jumps when you go self-employed is like the money side of things but it's really paid off obviously it was a slow start but luckily we had christmas right right around the corner i had time to you know get a little kite base of my own um and yes yeah, just taking off from there really really enjoying it yeah so do you think millie in, in the beginning was it more the fact that you didn't like your job or you wanted more freedom what was it like why did no you I, I did like my job like I really did like my job but the winters were like so long and there's no heating in the florist like it's really cold yeah because the flowers will die yeah so it just felt like a lot of cold and she'd always come home with a little red nose yeah, <laughs> I just thought like I didn't 
necessarily want to do it forever, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. So once I started this and it took off and it went more and more and I was working like, I'd start working the florist like eight o'clock in the morning. I'd be coming home, finish at four, start nails at five. Till nine. Till nine, yeah. And then I was working Sundays, doing nails every day. Just trying to build like a client base. Yeah, I just worked anything. Anyone would, anytime anyone would come, I would do the appointment. So it just got to the point where I couldn't fit anything else in. And I thought, I'm just going to. I think that's one of the the things as well when you go self-employed is you just have to. You have to just do it. (laughs) You have to just do every hour, like, yeah, possible. Yeah. Just to build it up. Dear no, isn't it, at first? Really, it was really difficult, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But I mean, like, it's paid off now. But like, I did leave to a decent client base. Yeah, like, I built quite a bit up before I like left my job. Made sure. Yeah, so that I was. It wasn't as daunting. But those those days at the beginning are scary. Very really scary. And did you? How long do you think it took you to build up a, the the courage to be like, right? I'm just going to do it. I've got enough client here. I'm going to be able to survive. I think like was it about a year before you left? Yeah, a bit more, I think. Probably about eighteen months, I think. I think after a year I could have done it. And then I was just nervous. And I probably clung on another six months trying to balance everything. And then I just thought, no. Like Christmas was coming at the at the time, like for me as well. And it was a good time because mm. I knew it was gonna be full and I could fill it up. So I thought, right. I think once it got to the point where you were turning people away, you thought, right, now's the time. Yeah, that's when it was, yeah. To jump. Yeah. <laughs> And do you find it easier saying no to clients now? Like if you've got enough on oh, no. no, I still struggle with the word no. <laughs> it's awful. Like we it's actually like one of our our traits is like we just still like put it's people just a in weakness, like in our own time. We always plan to have a Monday off and like I don't know whether we've had one yet. <laughs> I don't we don't like to let anybody down, especially our clients. No, yeah. So we just <laughs> Work over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's grew massively now, isn't it? Like from what it oh, was. Oh, God, yeah. With an IKEA table and a lamp. Yeah, no, I know. It's more than that. And it's full-time jobs now. We are going to post like a couple of photos on the business page, aren't we, about like where we started and like where we are now because we're actually getting our garage conversion started on Monday. So that's yeah. going to be like the big salon. So it's a massive jump from like... From a corner. House, yeah. I'm not joking. This back bedroom had like our wardrobe in at one end, <laughs> at one end, and then a desk at the other. <laughs> that was how like I don't even know why people kept coming. I, know. <laughs> I remember that was one of the first. I used to still come. Yeah, when you, you were. were. Yeah. Day one, day one. <laughs> but yeah, so it's 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 really it's really grown massively. Yeah. We're so happy. So obviously, in between all of this, then little Everly come along. Um. Mm-hmm. How do you find now the juggling everything you've just said and what you're doing and it's fact it's full time jobs and you can't say no, you find it hard to say no. How do you find doing that and being mothers? I mean, luckily we have like amazing family around us, don't we? Like yeah, both yeah. our mums are sort of part time, so they really chip in. Um, I've still got like my grandparents that are capable to to have it for a couple of hours here and there. Yeah, I find it easy. It is a to juggling say no now though. Yeah, juggling act. Like, like I have to now a bit. Yeah, and one of you is always going to have to take on more of the workload. So, like, I'm doing most of the work, and Millie is, you know, spending Balance. most of the time looking after the baby because you have to, don't you? You choose to have a baby, you can't just then, like, leave them. Yeah. So it's just a total it's juggling a balance, act. Yeah. One week is different to the next. Yeah. Well, you haven't like in terms of 
maternity, it's not because you're self-employed, it's different, isn't it? It's not like you've got now. Yeah, like you only get to chill out and you know you're going to get paid. Yeah, like I can't just uh, be off for nine months. <laughs> no, like you get the statutory for nine months, is it? Yeah, then I can do like obviously my back to work days, which I'm doing at the minute. So yeah, you can do like ten back. Is it ten back to work days? Yeah. Something like that. Anyway. So, but yeah, so in December that all ends. So we're gonna have to come up with a new plan of how we're gonna we make up that money that we're gonna be obviously down. Yeah. But also having the baby looked after, which is gonna be a challenge. Yeah. Yeah, and obviously <laughs> before Everly, the the whole your your base court beauty was your baby, wasn't it? Like that's what yeah, it was <laughs> definitely more Millie's, wasn't it? Yeah, you grew now from it's the ground. The babies, but I'm still, I'm still doing as much as I can. I'm doing a lot of social media at the minute as well. Yeah, Millie's definitely taking over the social media side of things because yeah. that is like a, it feels like, like a full time job, job in yeah. itself. Posting and replying and commenting and keeping it like keeping it all running, keeping like the algorithm up. Is it? Yeah, like you know the momentum, the momentum of the followers going up and. How many do you see? Yeah, so. Yeah, so. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, it, your, like, your social media is always on point. It's mint all the time. Thank you. Well, that's all, Millie. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> but now you've got, like, it's, I suppose, now you've got more than one main priority, haven't you? Obviously, now the baby comes first before the business. Definitely. Like, I mean, but, yeah. Because like we're both obviously doing it, like this is our this is our income. Like if we if this slows down, like we won't be able to pay bills and like like there needs to be enough work for me to come back to. Yeah, so we can't let this slow down. But also we, it's like yeah, throwing a baby into the into the <laughs> the juggling act. Yeah, it's all got to keep running. How have you found that Ella taking over being from like obviously Millie being the one who does the majority of it? Really enjoyable. I mean, obviously. Like, I struggled with the nail art at first. I didn't go to university. I didn't get an art degree. <laughs> so, um, I taught you though, haven't I? Lockdown was really useful because we, we would sit, sit at the desk and, and she would like train me every day on all different designs. And it's really paid off because people like loving my art. <laughs> if I can say that. <laughs> but no, I love it. I'm really enjoying it. Like, do you love it? Do you get a buzz off it? Like learning and doing everything different. That like, you obviously I do. your background's completely different to this. I love. I just love working. I love like. Oops. <laughs> I, <laughs> do. I love working. <laughs> no, it does. It gives me a buzz, and, and I like to be able to, you know, like, support like my family and stuff like that. It makes me feel like I've got, like, I think because Millie's like breastfeeding and stuff. And like sort of the main caregiver to the baby, like it makes me feel like I'm doing my bit, you know, by working and things. Yeah. So that's nice. I like that. That's <laughs> yeah. your slice of the pie. Is that I'm, I'm, it is. I'm you doing nail art, you can carry on with the breastfeeding and then we're equal. <laughs> you keep the baby alive, I'll keep the business alive. <laughs> so in terms of obviously everything, now I know the ins and outs of it but people listening don't so it, I think, like I said to you earlier I think it'd be really interesting to discuss what's been the most difficult time of the journey so far in terms of you know where you're at now compared to where you were I mean it's difficult bits all well, from like yeah as you said earlier starting up from I think starting from nothing and keeping on going even though you're sort of losing the will a bit when you've got no 
no one coming and you, you've got to keep painting your own nails over and over and putting them in different poses and taking different pictures to post them. So it looks like you've got clients when really you haven't. That's a little bit disheartening and hard. <laughs> and then having IVF and trying to run a business is hard. So I'm going to be nosy because I know, because I, I think it's incredible what you've done. Tell me more about the IVF and the, what happened and, and how you did that whilst running a business. Oh God! Where do you start? <laughs> oh my God! So, we interested in that from the beginning. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. Millie's got like a family friend um, who is an embryologist in a clinic in Greece, a private clinic. Um, and when we got engaged, he sort of said to Millie's mum, "Look, if if you want to, um, you know, let Millie and Ella know if they're ever interested in having a baby, come to me." Like, just let me know and, and I'll have a consult with them. So basically, he came around in the October 2018. We had a chat. Flew out in March, checked the clinic out. It was stunning. Yeah, Flew out in July. Um, got married in the gym. In the middle. Got married in the gym. Got married in the gym. Just a wedding in the century. Just a little wedding in there. <laughs> flew out in the July. Um, had the egg retrieval. And then flew out in September and had the transfer. But I all, like you say, all while trying to keep the business running. So... So just for the you people who don't right. understand that, i.e. me, what is an egg retrieval and what is an egg in, what was the other thing? What, so like I had, so I had like injections um, and scans and everything to check that everything was going right. Um, and then the injections make you ha create more eggs, more follicles. And then you f we flew out and they keep an eye on you and everything and then they do an egg collection. So the sedate you, they collect your eggs, as many as are mature and as many as, you know, are good to go. Take them, fertilise them. She's really talking it down. It's friggin' hell. Like, <laughs> yeah, really it is, it, was it is daily injections. It yeah. is internal scans. Like, we had to drive up and down the like, country. We had to fly up to Greece. Like, and then the egg retrieval is, like, basically a big needle <laughs> that they go in with and pluck like each individual mm. egg off. I think there was like 30 odd eggs, was there? Yeah, but I got 15 mature eggs. That... So they pluck 30 odd eggs out of you. They, they fertilise them, you know, mature with them in a dish. And then so many get through. We had seven through. And then they froze them and Everly was one of them. We went back in September, defrosted her basically. <laughs> You're making it sound easy now. <laughs> Popped her in. All right. <laughs> There's yeah, no way, there's six, no way. Six left in the freezer, you know. It's hard to describe it if you don't know. It's hard, it's, yeah. If somebody tried yeah. to describe it to me before, I'd try seen and it. simplify it down to explain it. So what happened when, obviously, the, did you try once and it wasn't successful? Or was that, what was that before with the... No, it was, it was like the first time it worked. So when we went over in the July and we had the um, egg collection and we had the embryos were there and they were five-day blastocysts, um, we should really have had like an embryo transfer then, but because I'd made so many eggs, I was at a risk of, of hyperstimulation, which is where you get poorly basically. Um, and so they said it was safer for me to wait three months. So we came home. We were devastated though. Yeah, we were. And all the while in between this, still haven't her keep the business afloat. Oh God, yeah. Like, I think we did see like a, a big drop in like the in income 
that year, obviously, without having to have so much time off for the wedding, like the honeymoon, flying out to Greece three times with the IVF. So that was like put a massive strain because obviously, like, we had to pay for the IVF as well. Like, it wasn't like on the NHS or anything. So it was a difficult year. It really was. Yeah, stress levels. Like, stress, yeah. And they tell you not to be stressed when you're going through IVF. But how can you not be? But yeah. it's the most stressful thing you can go through in life. <laughs> so, but we were really lucky, really lucky. The the, I mean, you were still anormally. You were still working even in between scans, injections, dealing with. Yeah, like I'd just be on the morning. I'd be like driving up to Bishop Auckland Hospital to have a scan and my bloods taken, and then I'd have an appointment starting at eleven o'clock or whatever. So. Racing round yeah. <laughs> the northeast. <laughs> what about when obviously it was a success and the defrostation worked? Like then, what? How did you do <laughs> the thawing? <laughs> <laughs> the transfer, yeah. So you have like um, you have it transferred. So we were in Greece and we stayed a couple of days extra just to like chill, like they say, try and be calm. So we did, and then we flew home, and then I worked again. Um, and you have two weeks to wait so it's like 14 days which is actually probably the worst bit like they call it like the two-week wait yeah. which is basically where you're not allowed to do your own tests because it could be false yeah it's just bad for your mental health yeah and you're just awake day and night like googling everything like what was this twinge why have I sneezed like everything that you think and then you're told you're told not to be stressed which makes you even more stressed yeah so but in those two weeks we we did work and stuff um, you just got to keep yourself busy. We used to go yeah. to the beach, go to the cinema, work, see family, just really try and keep your mind off it because it's torture. It was. That was the most torture. torture. That, yeah. And then do you, did you work throughout pregnancy then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just normal. Obviously um, until lockdown came. Yeah, until the lockdown. But like at the beginning, obviously it's hard because you're sitting opposite somebody who you've done the nails for like, you know, three years or whatever, four years, you know them. You don't want to tell too many people because you don't want everyone to know everything about you, what's going on, but you want to tell someone or something because it's all that's going round and round in your head. So, like, that's really difficult. What you mean while you're in the wait? Yeah, like, while you don't really know or when you're at the beginning of your pregnancy and you're still a bit nervous. When you haven't announced it. People, yeah. Mm. And, like, everything made me feel sick. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> not, not telling the clients, like, sitting opposite them and, and being like, what? 10 weeks and still not being able to tell them yeah, really. I did tell, I did yeah, tell something them. bursting out of your mouth like mm. yeah. yeah we did crack with yeah. a lot of them <laughs> oh god but you do you create a bond with your clients they're, they're like your, your friends yeah really but like you know it's hard to keep it in but at the same time you don't want to tell it's like a hard situation and also I felt really sick <laughs> I was yeah like gagging over the table <laughs> <laughs> If anyone else is out there who's going through or thinking about doing IVF or, you know, what would you say? I think everybody's journey is different. We obviously yeah. had a really successful and almost enjoyable we were lucky, experience. Yeah. We are lucky. Yeah. But I think it was easier for us because we always knew that this was going to be the only avenue that we could take. Do you know what I mean? Like we were going to have to have fertility treatment to have a baby. So I can't sort yeah. of speak well, yeah. for, you know... What? You're definitely going to have to have facility treatment or have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, when it, what, what we're saying is, like, when it's, like, somebody who's 
maybe not anticipated that. And then, you know, say a man and a woman, you know, we can't speak for how how they are going to feel going through it because it's probably, it's not the first option they would like to take. Yeah, what you're saying is that, like, you you always knew that that was, if you wanted to have a, a biological baby, that would be the only way you'd be able to do it, whereas... Yeah, it was going to have to be involved in some sort of, yeah. 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 So, but I would just say, you know, if it does come to that and that that is the only avenue you can take, just, you've just got to... Be as positive as possible. Be I positive would. and calm and just trust the process and trust your your okay. consultants and your body and, and just pray and hope. It's all you can do. It's a miracle, really. Yeah, it's incredible. And science. I, I just can't believe, you know, you've got, like, how many brothers and sisters is this still in, the, like, where? Well, it's six. Six, six frozen. Yeah. We're not going to say we're going to have them all. Yeah, no, I don't need a football team. Seeing as though she doesn't want to carry any of them, I don't think so. <laughs> You're not carrying, Ella. You're not going to carry. No, no, it's not for me. It's not for me. Oh, poor Millie. Go through. <laughs> I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I she love, loves it. She can't bloody wait to do it. I love the whole thing, so I'm happy to. But not six more times. But yeah. <laughs> but I suppose one one very good thing to come from like the situation is that one, you know when you're going to be having a baby because you can actually plan it. You know, like you can put it in, yeah. and because you're self-employed, you can pretty much work that round yourselves. You exactly. Know. Yeah. Exactly, like a lot of the beginning process of the IVF, I was still in my full-time job and it was really difficult trying to get time off and getting out of work to go to the scans and <clears throat> like some of the appointments in, in England. You just felt like guilty and like, oh God, oh God. But actually, they, they, I think they, they do need to let you go, really, don't they? Like, If you speak to you, like you're in part, you're like, there's... Yeah, but it's just better if you now, you don't... You just have that's one good thing from being self employed is that you don't have exactly you've got your own timetable, yeah. You just work it around around you. you. Oh, well, I think it's amazing what you've done, honestly. I really do. I think I, the whole thing, Thank you. Thank you. obviously, having a baby is a miracle anyway, but that was just oh, yeah, wow. Uh, I think it's so interesting. Um, <laughs> but so, what I one of my, my favorite question to guess is. If your child could learn anything from you both, what would it be? Now, for this, I want two separate answers. All right, we go first, Millie. Okay, so I think I'd like her to learn how to balance her life. So, like, I want her to work hard, but I don't want her to work all the hours. Like, I'd like her to be, if she wants her own family, I don't know whether she will, but if she does want to have her own family, I want her to be able to you know, balance that with working, but also being successful. I think it's hard to get that fine line, yeah. hoping that we can achieve it, to pass it down. Do you think you're getting there? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, I want One to of be us you know, is. kind and all those things too. <laughs> what are you with mm-hmm. your balance? Like, is that because you feel like you struggle with the balance or? I think like I... I'm trying to get it right. Like I want to get it right. So I don't want to, I don't want her to be like just looked after by our family all the time while we work. And yeah, we'll have like a financial stability for her. But like, I don't want it to just be that. I want us to be here as well. And I think that's hard to, to, to get that. When you're self-employed, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. definitely. When you don't know how to say no. 
and but yeah the money's totally dependent on whether you say no or yes yeah like if i'm sat at the desk painting nails i'm making the money so it's hard because yeah. then because then you think oh well if i do this extra person i'll be able to buy uh, this or something but, yeah yeah but would you prefer your time you don't know, do you know what I mean? there so it's balancing that and you've also like it is that and like i know myself when you work and self-employed sometimes it's hard to remember to put yourself first as well in your own self-care and i think exactly yeah important in terms of balance is yes work hard and do everything you can but at the same time remember you're only human and you have to give yourself love and attention and time to relax and chill because otherwise you're going to run around exactly i mean i'm sat here painting people's nails and doing people's eyebrows and i've got a monobrow and my nails are hanging off (laughs) do you know what i mean i need to learn that looking sexy ella looking sexy i'm not a great ad i'm not a great ad (laughs) what about you well i like i've thought about this i wanted to learn like obviously it sounds so cliche like she can like be whoever she wants to be and do whatever she wants to do but i think because like she's gonna grow up and she's gonna see us she's got like two mums who like got married when it was still sort of a bit frowned upon and like do you know what I mean like it wasn't really the norm still yeah. and we became like self-employed and we started our own business from the ground and we had like we started a family like you just wanted to look at something like yeah like we've sort of like you know it's not really the norm like our life and yeah, I wanted to look at us and think like, oh, well, my mum's like did what they wanted to do to make them happy. Like, I'm gonna, like, I don't want to think like, oh, I can't be a lesbian. Oh, I can't. I'm not saying she's gonna be. Cause she might be. She can just be whatever she wants. I don't want to think, oh, I'm gonna have to be a lesbian because my mum's are. <laughs> <laughs> like, what they're gonna say when I bring a boy home? <laughs> I can imagine her coming out to me as straight in like ten years, twenty years. <laughs> no, we just want to be whoever she wants. To be. Like, I want to be just whatever she wants to be, and career-wise, everything just. To just what I just want to be happy, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, just learn that you can be. Yeah, because again, you don't. I think sometimes it's people forget why they're actually doing it, and the whole reason people do That's so true, and they do what they're doing, and they're with people is because it makes them happy. Ultimately, that's why it starts. Like you said at the beginning, yeah. yeah. You did this because it made you happy. You liked it, and it's so easy to forget, lose sight of why you actually started doing it and it's a say the really yeah. goals for everything in life you know if you as long as you're happy everything else around it will fall into place but your happiness is ultimately the most important thing exactly yeah that's what we want for us yeah <laughs> well it's because you're on like this rat race aren't you like of like making money and paying bills and da, 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 and you just get into a rut sometimes and you gotta think like like I, I love this and i'm just gonna enjoy it and so how are you going to show that? How are you going to show that? You know that she has to because she's going to she's going to learn from you both, isn't she? So how are you going to show that the most important thing is to be happy? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Teleconstantly. Be happy. <laughs> Try ourselves. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't yeah, know that one. Really hard. Just sort of be ourselves and just be happy and just just do what we do and yeah just hopefully should be just create a happy environment and a happy family life and and just make her feel like and just support her in anything just support her in anything she wants to do and just be open yeah i'm gonna be be able to come i just want to be open yeah and and just i wanted to be able to come with anything yeah no matter what it is cool mum me obviously (laughs) 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 ellis 
<laughs> it was the big one that says, I won't tell you, ma'am. I won't tell you, ma'am. That's no, definitely yeah, yeah, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely like the dad. <laughs> no, honestly, like, I, I obviously, I, I know we're friends as well, but you're extremely, like you said earlier, you, you've overcome most obstacles and you're not your norm in any, in any aspects of your life. And you've made we're not, it. Are we? You've made it such a lovely. I love like your home. You walk in your house, and it's such a lovely vibe, and it's so it's just it's just gone. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> because you've created that together, and you've created it because you both are doing some doing what you make you both happy, and that's what's important. Um, and I, he's so talented. You're saying it like, "Oh, we paint nails." You don't paint nails. It's not painting nails. It's literally <laughs> bang on hands. It's mental. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't go that far. Yes, it is. It's incredible. Um, especially my Ibiza nails, Millie. They were the best. Oh yeah, you love those. I <laughs> <laughs> wasn't so keen. <laughs> if people want to look where, obviously where you are, and, and want to look at what you do, where would they go to? Uh, on Instagram, it's at beauty underscore base court. Mm -hmm. And on Facebook, I think it's base court nails, isn't it? Yeah. We must update that. But yeah. at the moment, it's base court nails. Yeah. And are you taking on more clients? Next year when Millie's back. When I'm yeah. back properly. <laughs> oh, well, thank you both so much like for taking time out. Thank you. Thank you and the whole time that we've been doing this, little Everly, is, is she asleep or is she awake? She's fast asleep. She's nodded off now, yeah. Oh, <laughs> She's beautiful. But yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. And keep being your amazing, inspiring selves. I love yous. And you, babe. Thank you. <laughs> you have been listening to the Money Making Mothers podcast with Carla Edwards. If you have enjoyed the show, then leave a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure to tune in next time and don't forget, you can have it all.